I just want to give you a bit of an insight into this podcast. We're a bunch of unique individuals, Poochie and myself. We're going to engage you with our minds and our hearts. We're going to exchange ideas, thoughts, and even our energy. And to speak from our heart, you need to have courage. You need to be honest and authentic. We're not always going to get it right, and sometimes you're not going to agree with it. But that's okay, because just like you, we care. Just like you, we're passionate. So if you want to come along for the ride, join in on the podcast. Welcome back to episode two of Jack Pooch and Pals. I'm Jack Davey. And I'm Pooch Brzezewski. And today on the episode, we have our first pal, longtime friend of the group, Mitchell Daly. Boys, glad to be here. Yeah, we're glad to have you here. Yeah. Um, so, Mitch, what are you, how are you feeling? Very nervous. A couple of uh, restarts already. But yeah, we'll try to get into it. Yeah, I think it's taken about an hour to get going, but um, That's we're all right. here now. That's all right. Takes a long time to have good quality. <laughs> you know so. Yeah, a bit hard with you boys, you need. Yeah. Well, you went giggling the whole time. Uh, <laughs> so, Mitchie, uh, we first met first day of Year 7. Yep. Down at the bus stop with uh, Big George, yeah, no, the I bus driver. George. He went off, didn't he? Yeah, he was a very angry man. For those that don't know George, he was a Adolf Hitler-type operator. But um, Mitchie ended up getting kicked off that bus, didn't you? Nah, nearly, nearly hit him in the head with an apple, accidentally, <laughs> on purpose. Yeah, so that was a great start to our relationship, I guess. We didn't really gel at first, but uh, after he cut off that atrocious swig he had going on, uh, yeah, we grew grew quite close. Wasn't that bad of a swig, all the birds love the Justin Bieber get-up? Yeah, all if you were batting for the other team, maybe, <laughs> but... Settle down. Uh, how'd you meet him, Jonah? Uh, yeah, slightly different. Um, the old South Bendigo Bloods. Yeah, carrying you out there. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say carrying. I think we were both bang average at best. You know, little daisy running around. Yeah. Not run, us, run us through <laughs> how you got the nickname Daisy, would you? Oh, I think it was Cheesy back at grade two at St. Joe's. And he... I got told it was from your dad. No, I think Cheesy plucked it out. And then got to training down at uh, Quarry Hill junior days and obviously Cheesy continued it and the old man got hold of it and, yeah, just continued on through Just there. rolled on from there, yeah. So I never thought I'd get sick of a name so quick, but, um, yeah, Daisy really just hits you different. Even Moisty yeah. got thrown around at the South Days. Were you there for that? <laughs> Moisty. Yeah. All right. Don't yeah. know why, but <laughs> someone brought it up. Yeah, no. So it's fair to say your sporting career is quite tragic. Just like Jonah and myself. Yes, yeah, um, around there in the twos out at Main and Gully. You are a uh, sporting tragic. You um, live and breathe it, is it fair to say? Yeah, do live and breathe it, just not gifted. <laughs> gifted is a uh, overstatement, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so you play in your footy currently at uh, Main and Gully, YCW Eagles. Yeah, I love the, the boys out there. In the twos out there. Um, how'd you go this year? Ah, shit house. Just like every year, you've gone from a shit club to a shit club to a shit club, starting off at Quarry Hill. There was a cheeky flag in there. Where? Ah, I see. Well, I see, mate. Playing against, playing against 12-year-olds in the under-18s. Nah, you got to start somewhere, mate. Yeah, so you went from Quarry Hill, then to South Benio with our mate Pooch. Yep. Um, was there for how many years? At South? Yeah. Uh, probably about four or so years, and... 
the sporting tape um, and was back- company said, we can't give you more tape to carry China, so we had to move you on. <laughs> and you're a back pocket for all those years? Yeah, did get upgraded to Frank. They said, you remind me of Sam, uh, Sam Doherty, but uh, <laughs> that didn't go too well. And Sam then, Doherty when he was four. Yeah, when he was four and couldn't kick a footy. Um, <laughs> and then then eventually went to Main and Gully. And, yeah. Yeah, brought some good boys out there. But um, So there was, a, there was a flag in there you were mentioning. Um, yeah, first year. Yeah, in the under-18s, yeah. Yeah. And that was against uh, Inglewolf. Yeah, <laughs> Colin Lansdown used to say Ingle Wolf, but I never really jumped on the bandwagon of that. But there's been one good thing about Maine and Gully, and you that may is. or may not have a, have a missus. Ah, yeah, I wouldn't go that far. We'll just get down on the dealer. <laughs> so just don't listen to all the listeners. Talking about missus, do you pay for a date? Ah. Uh, Jeez, we know where this has gone. <laughs> so, yeah, there was a story apparently. Do you want me to tell it or are you going to tell it? Well, you tell your version because it'll be twisted like the bloke it's told you. So, blonde haired little bleach little man, but anyway. Yeah, one of our great mates of the show, of the, of the podcast. Big fan, uh, big fan, Jack big, Tobes. Big fan he is. Said we weren't really going to name names, but uh, Tobes, you got thrown under the bus here. Yep, um, he's wrote in and said that. You've been interested in a teammate's sister. Yeah, is to that, make it worse, it was a family friend. Is that is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a while. And while then back. you had the hots for her for a good year and a bit, and you finally managed to buck up and ask her out on a date. Yeah, continue. <laughs> Not sure how much there is to it. You rocked up late, am I correct, to the movies? Yep. Uh, useless you, as always. You made it wasn't her, late. It was on time, but it, you know, I normally like to be early. But you made her pay. No. Well, that's what we're that, getting that's told. The, that's a rumor to it. You, she had to pay. You didn't even offer her to pay her back. Well, I did, but anyway. And then she goes on to tell her mum, who happens to be the team manager yeah, at the time. So there was a bit of a stitch up in all that. Um, <laughs> doubt she's listened, but yeah, she's probably got a free slabs worth out of me over the functions and whatnot but yeah so the mum told all the boys because she's manager out there the senior team and there was one training session big wayne i just called me out and the the bloke who the um i was talking to his sister he gets out calls us out in front of all the boys and starts asking all the hard questions and quite an embarrassing training session but yeah it was good fun out there got through it that's the main thing so um the last year of footy the one just passed. Is yep. it a individual performance? Was it, is it a good year? <laughs> no, mate. I was didn't know where I was playing half the time. Like then copped an injury, so I'll use that for half the year. <laughs> <laughs> that hurt. Uh, yeah, copped a uh, corky. That's, that's, that was the injury. Give it a mate. As a physio said, it was one of the worst corkies you've oh, ever seen. Where was this corky? It was Jaron Geary sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, got, got cut open for yeah, it. Comparable <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that was a shocker. And then become a uh, little Hayden Ballantyne sort of forward. That's a great person to uh, <laughs> equate yourself to. Well, I wasn't going to go Stephen Mill. Guaranteed I was not doing that. But anyway, so a little Ballantyne <laughs> running around. And there was a couple of Matty Scarlet running around that snotted me a couple of times. But, yeah, no, it's all good fun. And. Didn't didn't uh, happen to break your way into the one side? Nah, that's a joke. 
Not so. <laughs> so Mitchell, you've recently started a new job at a um, landscaping company. Yes. Uh, you're previously working at a supermarket that may or may not have been into some shady stuff. Yes. Uh, you worked there for quite a while, I believe. And Didn't carried it until it went down. Um, That's when I left. How did you find the transition from school into the real world? Uh, quite easy because just a sort of easy bloke to get along with. You are? <laughs> yes. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so I just... <laughs> The viewers will have a different uh, oh, well, opinion of that one. Yeah, I'll just open or speak to a couple of people. But, um, yeah, just, you know, there's a couple of good blokes around me in mates-wise at the start and then went out to Strath Village and didn't really know anyone out there. But, yeah, now I'm landscaping, which is unreal. So I love being outdoors and whatnot. You've been looking a while to get the trade and it was a bit of a narrowing of down what you wanted to do. So you happy you ended up with landscaping? Yeah, it couldn't be more like happier. There was a couple I was looking at, obviously, with Nobby having a look at his and then you were thinking about it at one stage and it got me intrigued. I always knew I wanted to do something. It was just a matter of what. And, um, yeah, landscaping it was because I can sort of – I don't mind the whole design and seeing shit come together, so it was good to um, – Good to choose that. Um, talking about school, speaking about school, you were a part of our Hill Boys. Yes, like to say I made the name. Um, Trademark. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, eight. Jonah and I spoke about our ATARs uh, last episode yeah, and how they were pretty average. But is it true that you uh, didn't receive yours? It was that bad. No, I did get mine back. I didn't burn it though. Or- Put it somewhere. I don't know where it is. Probably went in the You bin. probably should have burned it before anybody else could see it. Oh, it wasn't that bad. It was average. but yeah, Average? Average is 50. Oh, well, yeah. It was a, we'll go, yeah. But, um, we'll go, yeah. But, yeah, I just didn't hang on to it. I, like, I school, don't blame you. School, I wasn't really trying real hard at. You boys that's why you spent. That's why you spent your lunch times doing your little drawings. Oh, and... I had to get some stuff done. You, you just got to groan for that S, as they say. And after that, you can run a mark. But so you obviously didn't get the S if the ATAR wasn't yeah. great. The S, you got the S, mate. <laughs> but, um, but overall, I think the, um, the ATAR didn't really leave you with uh, too many options past being a tradie, you'd agree with? Yeah, we'll say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to uh, speaking about our time on the hill, um, I remember my favourite uh, story that happened there was when you got hit in the head by a spork. <laughs> Um, it wasn't real good for me. It did hurt. Do you remember much of that? Because it hit you pretty pretty hard in the head. You had a little uh, dent. Yeah, it got me flush. There was a bit of a bloke there that oh, I used to think was uh, he had a bit of white line fever. And if you poked him once, he, in terms, liked to throw bricks at you and some sort of stuff. He was just a crazy bloke. And he picked up a sport, clocked me near the eye, and he, he split the eyelid open or something like that. And... It was just some of the activities we got up to up there because there was no uh, teachers around until they realised how much of a pain in the ass us boys were. But yeah, I we, think they ended up with two teachers down there at one stage. Yeah, they had to patrol that area quite uh, securely. Um, we used to get in play fights a fair bit. Uh, who would you say was the easiest target to um, get down? Easiest target? Oh, there is one bloke, but I know you were up there. I was up there, was I? Yeah, I, I, you I up there. Well, remember. you always run away. That's where the whole Jared Hayne playing crap comes from <laughs> because you used to bolt away. 
Well, it's not and, my fault. Uh, I was we'll just gifted with pace. We would stop at the top of the school and you'd be down in the library harder. I remember, I think there was, what was there one lunchtime, Jonah, he went hiding in the toilets. We didn't see him the whole lunch. Yeah, he tended to be the uh, the, the king of escaping. <laughs> I was the, the escape artist. Yeah. yeah. Very uh, Cosentino-like. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, do you have any uh, stories that uh, ring a bell in your mind, Jonah? Yeah, it's just, there was a time where you almost were no longer a hill boy. I think it might have been before the Hillboy name, but um, you were almost... Yeah, I reckon this is when we were back at Lavella. Yeah, Lavella, yeah, 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 so early, yeah, early yeah. days, yeah. It was early. So Just you want to run us through that, yeah, bitch? Oh, oh well, I'll run through it, but there's not much I'd really like to say about it. It was like it was a bit psycho. <laughs> and it's fair to say, you always like to do some... Oh, mate, the bloke thought he was... Oh, Oh, he thought he, he, thought, he was, like thought he was anything. I think he just didn't oh, think. Oh, he, <laughs> liked, he liked to think he was a bit of McGregor and sort of that oh, sort of mate, There was not much about about in the brain department. But, yeah, he got me, jumped on my back, I think, or something like that and decided to put me on the sleeper hold and <laughs> choked you out. Oh, he got me. Oh, I had the tears going because I was nearly <laughs> oh, gone. Man, like, I, I thought, yeah, I thought your, your life was very gone, red. Was... Speaking of tears, just quickly. Oh, here we go. Another... Another listener wrote in and used to act like a hard nut on the football field, he said. Yeah. But there was this one game where you were screaming to the umpires after the game had finished about some bloke nearly getting killed because he got a jumper punch to the jaw. No, I'll (laughs) I'll elaborate. So being a young kid, you always see the crap they put on TV and you read into it anyway. I, for some reason, thought that, a king hit means instant death. I don't know why. It's just it, it was very. Well, I was very young, so that's what I. Th- this was uh, under sixteen's top age. Nah, I wasn't under sixteen. Oh, this is okay, what the bloke well, saying. Anyway, so there was a bloke that got hit. It was after the game. I don't know why, and it wasn't a jumper punch. It was beyond the. It was an all-in brawl. I got told, and you were the only one of the players that wasn't in there. This sounds very oh well. I just, thought, on the, the I just thought there was no point to be in it after trouble arises. after a final. I thought, ah, oh, stuff it. You just stand there and yeah, some bloke got smacked in the back of the head, and I did have a bit of a sook up to the ump saying he could have died, as Toads <laughs> like to say. And I don't know, it's just the way you see it on TV. So you, yeah, you're stressing. As I don't think it was captain. I was fucking. <laughs> I was in the leadership group and I was, yeah, I was yeah, a bit emotional, but yeah, as Toes like to say, I, he uses the line when he thinks about it. Apparently I said, oh, he could have died or something like that. So, yeah. It does not surprise me with you, Mitchell. Now, we like to get serious on the on the podcast um, on the odd occasion, yeah, try and keep it minimal. But um, so you've had a pretty full-on. I don't even think it's been twelve months. Probably more like ten months. Um, so I think it started off with what we touched on last week with um, Jacko's accident in December of last year. Yeah, and about six or second, whatever it was. It was yeah, the eight. early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then um. Obviously, the aftermath after, like, following that whole accident was pretty full on the whole six months after that. And then... Yeah. Um, Do you just want to run us through quickly 
how you felt after that. Like Jonah touched on it last week a little bit. Do you want to just? Oh, well, most of well, you as well as Jonah and all that know, like all us boys were distraught. Like we didn't know what to do sort of thing. Like each minute went on in our lives and we're always thinking about you and what was going on and we wanted to know the updates. Like Anton was positive and whatnot. And there was a uh, moment, and this sounds like a bit of me time, but it isn't, but I know you loved um, Harmsy from Melbourne mm-hmm. and there was that moment he uh, videoed a, a message to you about your recovery and I got an odd, I think I was in tears that night just because I was so like so much joy to see something like that and it wasn't even me that was hurt but yeah to see you get that was unreal but yeah hard times. Yeah no I can't thank you enough like I said last week for what you and the boys did that day. Um. Yeah, so that was full on and it really wasn't that long after that whole scenario blew over and Jacko was back in Bendigo that um you got hit with another very tough situation with um a mate of yours. So do you want to just run us through that whole ordeal? Yeah, so unfortunately a mate passed away a couple of months ago, a real good mate. Um Spent basically every single weekend with him and whatnot, which was, you know, it's hard when you get that news and you start thinking like, you know, it's 10 months after your incident, Jacko, and you start thinking, you know, what's next around the corner. And, yeah, it was hard to uh, put up with at the time. Like when I was told I was on playing FIFA with you, Jacko, and it was hard to process. Like you don't really think about it. You You don't want to believe it. Yeah, you don't want to believe it. But, yeah, there was... The night I actually went to the supermarket, I ended up nearly doing something real stupid in the car and I, like, I wasn't really like really stupid. It was just, you know, giving it a bit too much speed around a corner, just being an idiot because, you know, you don't know what to do. Like things go through your head and you start thinking like, you know, why is this all happening to you as a, like, the people around you and can't they give us a break sort of thing? And, yeah, it's just something you don't really – want to face in life and you know, hope everyone's always around you. But, yeah, unfortunately it happened and still sort of come to terms with it but got some good people around me to help me through it, which is good. Yeah, and it's, um, like it's tough as a, a young bloke, all that stuff happening. It's like it's stuff that you probably read about or you have mates of mates that these things happen to and you never think, oh, that'll be my mate or that'll be my friendship group that that'll happen to. And then when it does, it's kind of just catches you off guard and you, you don't know how to take it. You don't know how to react. So yeah, um, especially when it happens like, you know, something like that happens twice. It's like, well, you know, what do you do to deserve this sort of thing? Yeah, like, and you start thinking what's next, like yeah, what's going to happen next? You start like, preparing, but... Hopefully, mate, with your uh, rehab and whatnot, there's something real good around the corner. That's what I start thinking about now. So I guess when when times do get like that, you you tend to try and reach out to somebody. Like, was there any any times where you found yourself looking for that extra help? Um, wasn't wasn't really seeking out help. I did have a couple of close people that I spoke to, but I do recall one night, and as everyone knows, alcohol can um, act as a, a depressant at some time and um yeah i was with oh, two work people and um 
luckily they were there because I reckon I broke down for about half an hour just crying. Like, the best thing I ever felt like, you know, you think, you know, it sounds bad, you know, breaking down for about half an hour or so. But you just get just, to let it yeah, all out. just to let it all out was unreal. And um, with what's happening at the moment, I've got a couple of close mates at, who were good mates with this bloke as well and we all talk and whatnot and have each other which is good so we all know what we're all going through and you sort of share how everyone deals with it and copes and what we found was just you know keeping your mind busy and talk like if you got to open up you just talk about to them and it's probably one thing with blokes these days we don't open up as much as we probably should yeah we like to take the persona of being a a man yeah typical stereotypic man and Look, I probably took that real early on, but with the stuff that's happened recently, like you just got to speak to people and whatnot and you see more stuff in the media. And, yeah, no, it's good to speak to people. It really does help and don't know what I'd do if I was bottling it all up. But, yeah, my main thing is just to speak to your mates or, you know, even people that you're, you're close to but you're not, you know, real close, like, doesn't even have to be a mate. It could just be a family member or something like that or a cousin or, yeah. Yeah. No, I've had, when I went through the situation with Jacko, I had some outlets where it just felt good to talk to, but they're not people you talk to all the time. So it wasn't like it was a, a constant bringing up of what we're speaking about or anything. It was just people that I could go and talk to also, you know, sort of counsel once as well, just just the, the ability to just get it off your chest, you know, just so it's not sitting there and you're not stewing on it all yeah, the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I'm a bit the same. I don't really like talking to anybody that I don't really know and for those that know me. And, um, yeah, I haven't really seeked anybody, to be honest. Um, I'm one of them people that sort of try and bottle things up until it tips over the edge and they – yeah, it just spills out. But, um, yeah, I'm just lucky enough. I have supportive family and friends that I can speak to whenever I want now. Like, yeah, just open up about what I've been through. Like, same with anybody, really, yeah, like what everyone's been through. So, yeah. Even times you bounce off us for help and support and whatnot. As, yeah, exactly. As you know, like, and you help out us, which is unreal. So, yeah, couldn't thank you enough. So we'll get back into a lighter mood and get into some, some stories that we've got. And uh, I think the perfect one to kick it off is one from schoolies. Mitch, you lost someone's keys. Do you want to get into that one? Yeah, good mate from uh, since primary school, Spoolie. You're a bit of a dumbass, mate. But anyway, I look like a dumbass during this. Um, <laughs> I hit his keys one night to like stop him from uh, doing anything silly and he... I was a couple of nights into it and he saw where I had it and he goes, don't think I don't know where the keys are. And oh, I would have been about three o'clock or something in the morning and you're a bit cactus fucked us at that sort of stage. <laughs> and uh, I hid the keys somewhere else. I reckon they were in the kitchen. I don't know. But anyway. Next to the fridge. Ne- next day, we're down at the beach and Spoolie wants to go home and I think it was myself. Were you down? I think Jacko might have been with us anyway, or someone rang me and they said, oh, Spoolie wants to head off. He needs his keys anyway. He needs to head off in the morning. Anyway, get back there looking for his keys. And the, the bad thing was a lot of people went through that house that night as in different sort of people. And I don't know if it was me hiding the keys in such a good position I couldn't find it or someone else's 
changed me like the hiding spot. But anyway, so we lost Spoolie's keys and it cost me a uh, nice little three fifty to get him another key cut so he could go home. Um, that was about that would be done six o'clock in the morning or seven o'clock. Car alarm screeching when the bloke was trying to get into it. Everyone's sleeping. Hung over and we get out there. And, yeah, the bloke was an unreal sort of person because he wanted all these documents and that, but we had a couple and he ended up believing us because he knew we weren't mucking about. Anyway, the keys showed up about two years later, was it? Yeah, we got one person to blame for that one. Yeah, (laughs) but the the thing I find funny all about this, I don't even know why I bothered getting a key cut for Spooly shit 300k Commodore because it broke down all the way home. So I don't know why I bothered doing that. He yeah, like, got we towed just, all the way back to Bendigo. We should have just laser got stuck in that yeah, one as well. We should have just all burned it with someone else's shoes when we got the trolley <laughs> lit up. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's a good one. Um, Jacko, you got any others? So, Mitchell, is it true that you and one of our close mates went down to Melbourne? Spearmint Rhino was the joint I think you guys uh, trotted into. And is it true that he fell in love with one of the strippers down there? Yeah, that is true. Spearmint Rhino was. Uh, walked in there, saw some big tartars, realised what he was missing out on in life. Gave his miss out the time of flick. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. I've got a, uh, another story. That involves us three boys and the rest of the Hill Boys clan. Um, it happened last year. Do you want to take that one away, Mitchell? Yeah, I can for you. So it was your birthday. Um, bit of intergulf that morning. I remember we went to the IGA to get some ice. I think it was for maybe Jonah's juice. I don't know what it was for, <laughs> but then that's another part of the story. But yeah, but um, Shannon ran in to get some ice, and you decided Jackson to jump in his car and drive at a couple car parking bays away and. I think he was there for about five minutes looking for his car and we ended up ringing him. But, yeah, got back to uh, mine where I wasn't allowed to have many piss-ups, if any at all. And If anybody knows Bucky, if he had found out, yeah. Well, we did because yeah, he saw the photo of the stairs. That <laughs> <laughs> giveaway. Yeah, he goes, oh, I wonder whose stairs those are. But, uh, yeah, we got back there and it's fair to say the place got a bit of a workout throughout yeah. the day. That would old, be... Old Poochie out of the old pass out. Yeah, the path. What time do you reckon that was? About five thirty or something. Oh, like it that. was fairly early. We yeah, rushed was... him into the shower, trying to get him up to go out. And in the old man's shower, but he broke the towel rack, broke oh. everything, spewed up everywhere. Yeah, it wasn't my uh, had, greatest. Had penises all over his face. Well, you were what? an absolute mess. Real ones and drawings, I reckon. Um, <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, it was not not the uh, the greatest time. Wasn't your peak performance? No, I can it, say really, that. it really it wasn't. Was really yeah. putrid. It hasn't really gone up from there, has it though? Oh, I've had me downs. I really have. It definitely have. Five thirty is a bit of a down. It, it really is. But you know that this is five thirty p.m. Vodka. not a.m. as well. We're talking about. Yeah, that that vodka OJ just really knocks you. It really does. But if we're going to talk about past now, early days, I reckon. Jacko, you fucked up the biggest night of year 12, uh, Mystery Bus. Everyone knows it. Everyone waits for it. And uh, you decided to scull some questionable alcohol <laughs> at Prees. Now, talking about Prees, when he went to scull one of his drinks, yes or no, did you volley the soccer ball and hit him straight in the head and absolutely mayhem after it? This is after I've just shouted you about 12 drinks as well that I bought with me. 
Yeah. And this is how you repay me. I'll, yeah, I pulled out a bit of a, a Zlatan move there. Robbie, was it wasn't a Zlatan. A Robbie, Robbie Cruz sort it of was, set up. It was a it was volley a... dead set straight to the head. I remember the Cruz are going flying one way, Jackson's head going one way. And then you go up there and do the big Ronnie the Raper celebration, <laughs> the C. Everyone's in tears. And then bloody Jared Hayne, as I said earlier, just runs out nowhere and spear tackles you. Yes. And I don't think. some drink in here. Oh, I don't yeah, think it went up from that point for that Jackson. Was, no, yeah, that's I reckon, where it started. I reckon I was suffering a concussion uh, in my uh, defence as well as a little bit too much alcohol. Yeah, I don't know if you can take that. So there was, yeah, so then getting back to the sculling of this alcohol. I think it was what was it called Jack's? No, it was Harry's. Or Harry's, something. yeah, Harry's. This cost three bucks or something. Yeah. So yeah, you, you got some of that down, and I think that's where everyone was starting to get a bit worried. You um had a bit too much because you, you can't hack your drink to begin with. So <laughs> you know, having a decent swig at that one wasn't the best idea. So then yeah, fast forward a bit. To be fair, bus, though, I don't ever remember him leaving. I don't remember seeing him during the night. <laughs> no. Um, Since we got the bus, not much happened, I don't think. Yeah, well, I can run you through exactly because I know. I remember um, getting told off at the rifle. Yeah, well, I Topped know. Or well, spray off one of yeah, our grateful well, leaders that were known for some very shitty Long stuff. story short, I ended up getting kicked off the bus for spewing. Was that before um, the first stop? No, 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 no that was coming back from a wrong. Yeah. Um, spewing some, on the bus, yeah. and then try to sneak off the bus without the bloke catching me. Paid he too caught much me, for your fine. Paid roughly nearly two hundred bucks for a fifty dollar fine because the bastard stinged me, and everyone was just paying money left, right, and centre. Other than the cowards that were the leaders. Yeah. When we talk about that first stop, I was lucky enough that one of the blokes doing security were from the footy club and didn't kick me off. Otherwise, I would have been not far behind you. Yeah, well, it was a pretty interesting night, and yeah, I, Courtney walked me down to Macca's. She had to, she got kicked out for dry reaching because I stunk that bad, and yeah, I don't remember much from there. But you, Nob, and a couple others kicked on pretty hard, and didn't go home. I don't think just rocked up at school the next morning. Yeah, we just did. chucked out a fair bit of money. And speaking of the old money situation, one of our great mates, you know what I'm speaking about here, don't you? The old Santos again with one of the. the We'll, we'll say one of the very popular girls in the school. And, and for the, those that know Will, he's not the uh, most attractive-looking uh, Martian. Yeah, so we <laughs> handed over <laughs> Tom Hickey sort of get up. Yeah, we, we handed over a bit of cash for the fella. But um, you could say it's a decent first hookup for the man. Um, oh, and he's only just more... gone to straight strides, great strides from there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's uh, really kicked off from there. But uh, look... We had to start him somewhere. Yeah, might as well start him from the top, and he's worked his way. Definitely not up, but anyway, that was his. That was his best moment, and I think um, it's a good, good spot to wrap it up. Yeah. So thank you, Mitchell, for coming on. Now it's been a long, lengthy uh, couple of hours trying to get this right with me pissing myself laughing and you putting me off. But yeah, no, it's been good fun, boys. Yeah, no, we appreciate it, and um, yeah, hopefully one day you get another invite if. You can pull yourself into line. Oh, it's going to be hard, but yeah, we'll see how we go. Definitely won't be having the uh, kebabs before we sit down. Uh, <laughs> Letting off some lethal gas. He's back in Auschwitz. But um, uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, so if you've got any ideas for who should be the next guest on the podcast, hit us in the DMs. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Till next time. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening.